Hey folks, Jerry McMurray here. We got some sports action for you. Smack Talk with Mac here. Garner Web Football, my NFL predictions, and a little college football elsewhere around the country. First, let's start off by talking about a little Garden Web Football. Their season opener on the road this past Saturday at South Alabama, an FBS opponent out of the Sun Belt. And I got to tell you, folks, the Garden Web running Bulldogs really gave them a run for their money down there in South Alabama, the Jaguars, and it was it was a good game. You know, Garden Web fell behind early, but they made a made a run of it, took the lead there in the second half. Just got back from the luncheon uh, at the Bulldog Quick Snack with Coach Carol McRae, and he was. He seemed very pleased with uh, with how they played Saturday, and he's very excited for the home opener coming up this week against Elon. And it, it, really, the word around is it seems like Garden Web is going to be able to take care of business this weekend. I'm very confident they will be able to knock off Elon and get their first victory of the season. So we will see about that. Very impressed by the way Tyrell Maxwell handled himself, especially on the ground running the ball. His passing game will pick it up. And I promise you, Gardner-Webb's offense will be a force to be reckoned with here in just short time. Really looking forward to the rest of the season, Gardner-Webb. Looking forward to the home opener this week. So if you're around, please make it out Spangler Stadium at 6 o'clock as the Gardner-Webb running Bulldogs take on Elon in their home opener. Now let's talk a little bit about college football elsewhere around the country from this past weekend. Obviously, Labor Day weekend, the opening weekend of college football. Ohio State. Number one team in the land, reigning national champs, got off to a big start last night, ran away in the second half, Virginia Tech, but, you know, they they went up 14-0, Virginia Tech came storming back, played really well, they were very poised, um, really exploited some weaknesses of Ohio State, and took that 17-14 lead in the halftime, obviously the quarterback injury for the Hokies there in the second half allowed Ohio State, who was fast, and I mean fast, fast, uh, Second half really pulled away, scored 42 points, and JT Barrett, yeah, he didn't even play. Cardell Jones was the starter, Ohio State. He uh, he got the nod. JT Barrett, you know, the backup. He led them to all those victories last year. Cardell Jones obviously played in the Big Ten title game and the two playoff games, won the national title. They played well. They're fast. Elliott in the backfield ran the ball extremely well, had a big run. Um, so really look for Ohio State to really, you know, propel as the season goes on. They're going to get better, um, but they're obviously fast in their leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else. You know, Alabama looked pretty good against uh, Wisconsin in their win. Elsewhere, you know, <laughs> knock on me all you want. I had Arizona State. had Arizona State in the playoff, and they got knocked off week one against Texas A&M. Texas A&M is a sleeper in the SEC, I believe. We'll, I'm sure we'll be talking about them in the future. So moving on, Notre Dame. 35-3 thromping of Texas. I mean, they just manhandled the Longhorns. A lot of people like Notre Dame, think Notre Dame might be one of the best teams in the country. Um, they are ranked in the top, you know, top 11 there, ranked 11th. You know, elsewhere across the board, you know, a lot, not a lot of big marquee matchups were played over the weekend. More coming up this week. You know, Oregon and Michigan State, and that's a very crucial game. Two top, top-tier top teams that have big playoff hopes. You can't lose this game. You know, Michigan State would be just, it would be disastrous for them to lose this game. They'd have to come back. It would be a sure thing. They'd have to beat Ohio State to make the playoff. 
But I'm telling you right now, if Michigan State could knock off Oregon and could run the table except for their game against Ohio State, could we possibly see for the first time, obviously only in the second year of the college playoff, two teams out of the same conference make the playoff? Last year, the Big 12, obviously there's the big discrepancy. They don't have a uh, Big 12 championship game, but they had two teams that were just set right outside of the top four that arguably could have made it. And obviously the, the SEC is always going to have that, but it comes down to who wins the SEC West, who wins the SEC East, and gets into the SEC championship game and wins it. That's usually who's been propelled to the national championship in the past few years and obviously the playoff last year with Alabama when they did so. There's going to be a lot, of, a lot of talk about college football. You know, teams are going to get knocked off. One team that did get knocked off that I forgot to mention, Stanford. A lot of people had them doing well out of the Pac-12, like I had Arizona State. So that's two Pac-12 teams that got knocked off, and Stanford just could not score the football. We're held to six points, and they're 16-6 loss at Northwestern. Northwestern could be a team to give a lot of, a lot of people headaches in the Big Ten this year. Obviously, their offense, you know, isn't very isn't as you know a big play capability as you know your Michigan States, your Wisconsin's, and your Ohio States, but their defense is just stellar. So we will see the Big Ten. I'm telling you, folks, is going to be a fun football conference to watch this year, unlike other years. But they do have the reigning national champion, and that's one thing you cannot forget about. Let's talk NFL football. We are two days away from the season opener. Tom Brady will play for the New England Patriots on Thursday night. Le'Veon Bell will not play for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and neither will Martavius Bryant. They are both suspended. Bryant for the first four games and Bell for the first two. Tom Brady not suspended at all. He won his appeal um, against the NFL in a federal court, and he will not serve any suspended time. And he's been playing the preseason, so you got to thank the Patriots are gearing ready to go. The, the reigning Super Bowl champions, they will kick off the season at home against the Steelers Thursday night. I'm going to go ahead and give you my picks. You know, my division winners, my playoff playoff teams, and who's going to win the Super Bowl, who's going to bring the Lombardi Trophy home in February at Levi Stadium there in Santa Cruz, California, home of the San Francisco 49ers. It's going to be a fun year. I personally know someone that works for the 49ers. They're really excited about hosting the Super Bowl in their new stadium. Um, it's incredible, incredible out there, and he's having a really good time working for the 49ers. Uh, so I really look for them to put on a show. You know, obviously, when the Super Bowl came to Indianapolis, it, it was a thrilling moment. You know, to be around Super Bowl Village, be around that week. I went down for the week, uh, for a day, the week of the Super Bowl, and it was just an incredible experience. And I expect no less. San Francisco will put on a an awesome week that um, in February. So let's talk about the teams that are going to get there first. AFC East. I got the Patriots winning that. I got them going 11 and 5. I just think, you know, Tom Brady now that he's not suspended, he's going to win enough games. That's a tough it's going to be a tougher division than it has been in the past few years. He's going to win enough games um help the Patriots win enough games, I mean, to to get to the play get back to the playoffs, you know, you don't miss the playoffs when you're Super Bowl champs. You know, there's a lot of a lot of teams that will lose a Super Bowl and fail to make the playoffs, but not if you're the winner. I got the Patriots 11 and 5. I got the Bills right behind them at 9 and 7. We'll talk a little bit more about the Bills here in a minute. I just think Tom Brady will do enough. Now, why I have the Patriots 11 and 5, and I did these picks after, you know, figuring out that they were 
that Brady will play, but I just think their defense took a hit losing um, Revis. And, but there's just going to be, you know, their offense, maybe not as big as powerhouse. Shane Vereen's gone. They cut Jonas Gray, so Garrett Blunt's going to take, you know, a lot of the load there in the backfield. Receiving-wise, just there's a lot of question marks, but after all, they have Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, great staff there in New England. I got them going 11-5. AFC North, Steelers offense might be the best in the league. Tremendous, tremendous speed. Um, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, two of the best at their position. I think Ben Roethlisberger's due for a great year. Some question marks on defense. Obviously, Pouncey's out their center for the year. I got the Steelers 11-5, winning the AFC North. AFC South, it's just there's no one that can keep up with Andrew Luck and the Colts. I don't care how bad their defense is, how bad their offensive line is. When you have weapons like T.Y. Hilton, Dante Moncrief already, you bring in, you lose Reggie Wayne, but he was hurt most of last year. You bring in Frank Gore in the backfield to really give you a ultimate rusher, give you um, a strong hold in your backfield. And you also bring in Andre Johnson, which has been an absolute playmaker for the Houston Texans. I just don't see the Colts um, going away anytime soon. I have them 12-4, and four, and the Texans reaching 8-8, eight and eight, sitting behind them in the AFC South. I do think the Colts, though, they have won an incredible number of division games in a row since Andrew Luck's gotten there. He's only lost two division games. I do think they will get, they'll get challenged within their division games. Got them going 12-4, and four, and the number two overall seed, in the AFC, getting that by the Broncos, I think are going to be number one overall seed. You can't count Peyton Manning out. I think he's got one more year left in him. So count on the Broncos to really, really propel themselves. Manning will look great. I think he's going to be healthy. They have a good running back. And, um, Broncos have really good. They found a really good running back in C.J. Anderson, and the defense may be the best it's been since Manning's been there. I got the Broncos at 12-4, and four, winning the AFC West. My wild card teams – for the AFC, I have the Bills as the six seed and the Ravens as the five. I think those two teams, I think the Ravens are still one of the best teams in the AFC. don't think they'll quite win the AFC North. We'll talk a little bit more about the playoff matches up. Matchups here in a second. Let's get to the NFC East real quickly here. I got the Cowboys at 12-4. and four. I think Tony Romo's got a year left in him. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I think he's going to put up an MVP MVP-like year, I think Andrew Luck's going to be the MVP of the NFL um, now. But Tony Romo's going to have an incredible year, probably the best of his career. You know, they got some questions at running back. They'll fill in by committee. They got McFadden and Joseph Randall, and they also have the best tight end in the game, in my opinion. For career-wise, obviously Gronkowski, Jimmy Graham, tremendous guys. They play a lot more in the slot. Jason Witten, traditional tight end. He is the guy, Des Bryant. You cannot match up with Des Bryant. He's the best receiver in the league, in my opinion. And NFC North, Packers, Jordan Nelson out for the year, don't matter. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league. He may not win the MVP now with Jordan Nelson out. Obviously, I have Andrew Luck winning it. Packers 12-4. and NFC South, it's going to be a hodgepodge like last year. Every team is going to be competing towards the end of the season. They're not going to have great records. Kelvin Benjamin may be out for the year, but I have the Carolina Panthers going 9-7 and and taking the NFC South. NFC West, Seahawks are going to drop off. People don't think they will. They lost the Super Bowl in heartbreak fashion. They have question marks on defense. They have players injured to start the year. They do have Jimmy Graham. I think the offense is going to be a lot better this year. Russell Wilson is going to continue to get better and improve. I have them at 10-6, and and then the Cardinals close behind them at 9-7, and and the Cardinals a wild-card team. 
along with the Giants, who I have going 10 and 6. So it's going to be interesting, folks. Now, getting to the playoffs, let's see here in the wild card weekend, week one of the playoffs for the AFC. I have the Pats and the Ravens, the Steelers and the Bills. I have the Pats and the Steelers both winning that game in the divisional round. I got the Steelers and the Colts, and I got the Colts winning that. The Pats versus the Broncos, that would be a tremendous game if that happens in the playoffs. And I think the Broncos will knock off the Patriots at Mile High Stadium in Denver. But then in the AFC Championship game, Colts-Broncos, if this happens, it'll be a rematch of the divisional round last year in Denver. I have the Colts knocking off Peyton Manning and sending Peyton Manning possibly home for good. I think this could be his last year. Wouldn't that be a way to go out losing to your former team? Um, and as far as the NFC is concerned, you know the Panthers and the Giants playing Week One. I got the I got the Giants being able to knock off the Panthers on the road. Seahawks and the Cardinals. You know the Seahawks will be just too much for the Cardinals. Um, and then the divisional round, Cowboys and the Giants. You know the Cowboys can get the best of the Giants, especially at home in Dallas. The Packers and the Seahawks. I think the Packers get revenge last year from the NFC title game and take down the Seahawks, that game will most likely, would be played, in my opinion, at Lambeau Field if the Packers can wrap up that number two seed. And then the NFC title game, the Cowboys and the Packers, once again, revenge from last year. Was that catch? Was that a catch by Des Bryant or not? Well, we'll see. Um, if they can get revenge on that, I think they do. Dallas to the Super Bowl against the Colts. And, you know, as bad as I want to pick the Colts to win the Super Bowl, as a Colts fan, I think their weaknesses could catch up with them in the playoffs. We will see um, Cowboys just all around a solid team. They have a great offensive line, which really helped them last year, and I think that could be the difference maker. I think they could run the ball really well in the Super Bowl against the Colts. They match up really well with them, as we saw last year when they just dismantled the Colts. I have the Cowboys as your Super Bowl 50 champs. It'll be the first time in over 20 years, or almost 20 years, uh, the Cowboys bring it home. As Super Bowl champs, it's about a 10-year drought almost for the Colts. So we will see. But once again, I think we have some new new blood in the Super Bowl. No more Seahawks, no more Patriots, no more Peyton Manning or Ben Roethlisberger. I like Tony Robo and Andrew Luck both to lead their teams to the Super Bowl. They're two of the best quarterbacks in the league, if not the two best this season as far as numbers are concerned. Stay tuned next week. We'll talk more college football, hopefully talking a Gardner-Webb win against Elon this weekend. Get out to Spangler Stadium at 6 o'clock for that, and we'll talk about how the first week of the NFL season is going. You know my predictions are already be going downhill, I'm sure. So we'll see you next week, folks. I'm Jerry McMurray.